In the hell do you think you are? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by that. Puny god. Does, does, does anyone want to talk movies? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why we're here. Welcome back, friends and family, fans, to the Culture Cult Podcast. I'm not supposed to say podcast anymore, just supposed to say Culture Cult, and that's right. I'm not saying you can't say it, but I mean... They already know what they're it, listening it, it's to. It's a podcast. Yeah. So... How's everybody doing? Any, How are you any, doing, Joe? Any Justin? special thanks you want to give real quick as we start the show? I want to give a special shout-out to, to my mother. To Deanna. What? So, she's a supporter on Anchor. Yeah. And if you support, we do a thank before and after the show. We're starting that now, so... Thank you for supporting the show and all future supporters in the future, which is currently after the time that this is being recorded. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thank, thanks mom. <laughs> Appreciate you. But no, I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. A little tired. Are you? I, me too. Me too. Had a long weekend. And me too movement. Yeah. <laughs> no, you had a long weekend because you were out of town. I did not. I had a long weekend because I was here working. On this beautiful thing that we call the Culture Cult Podcast. We're going to move to the, the the video space in some way, shape, capacity, form in the future, which is past the time that we're currently recording this now. Thanks for clarifying again. And that'll be hopefully later this week, which once again is in the future, which is currently not now. Okay. It's, an, it's later. It's at a later date to be determined. More than likely tomorrow. Yeah, Which dude. is also not now. I'm proud of you. You're you're making money moves, literally. Yeah, you're making some money moves. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like I'm playing with Monopoly money, but it's like real money, and it's like, well, it's gone now. You know, so I, you know, ramen noodles, turkey sandwiches, minus the bread, and mostly just one piece of turkey lately. So <laughs> could be good for you. You know, you never know. Are you saying I need to lose weight? I I said could be good for you. you Are you saying know. I'm fat? I'm saying could be good for you. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying you're fat. I am fat. No, you're not. You're, you're a normal uh, 24. I'm, you're 25. I'm 25. Right? That's awful. We don't got to put that out there. Okay. You don't have to put out the fact that I'm going gray either. That can be left to the imagination or my Instagram account. <laughs> When's the last time you posted a selfie? On Instagram? Yeah. That's a great question. It have it. Does it, would it have to be, it's like a single selfie? Yeah, it just has to be. Like, not like a picture of like me and like my fiance or me and like you or someone or. Oh, it has to be just old Justin Ooh. Day. And while Justin is going seven years back on yeah, his Yeah, that's, that's a good, it's a good. Well, okay, can it be me and my nephew? He's like, he's like a baby. He's like on my chest. Okay, let's see. Yeah, so that was in August. So Let me see. That's this is nice. before I was going gray. That's so, nice. You can find me on Instagram at jdayerday573. I'm not changing that one. You Twitter, should. The Twitter name has changed. You should. The jdayerday is going to live on somewhere. So, But speaking of living on, the football season died. A slow, painful death last night. Mm. 
we were together for the majority of the game at yeah. a buddy's house. Shouts out to Chad for well, one of our good buddies. He always opens our or his doors to us for football and stuff like that. Woo-hoo. And at a later date, which will be in the future, which is a time later than currently oh, being here's recorded, a little gym. we will have a fantasy football podcast on another thing. But that's a whole new thing. That's just planting seeds for you guys to know. So, And he will be involved. So you will get to know Chad if you follow us to our other endeavor. But we watched the Super Bowl, which therefore we watched... The TV, which therefore includes commercials, which leads to ads, which are very expensive, during the Super Bowl, which leads to big companies buying them, which leads to movie trailers. Can't I, I know where exactly where this is going. I just want to say one thing real quick. Shoot. For the only touchdown in the game, I was in the bathroom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was in the same no, house would, as you, but I didn't realize that. You didn't? Oh, thanks. Celebrating with all your friends. Oh, we finally saw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I wasn't didn't really even celebrating. Didn't like, even it was, I, didn't, I wasn't even really celebrating. But everybody was talking. I was about mostly it. talking. Like I, was, shit I was sitting down about the game. I was sitting down, and all I heard was silence, silence, silence. Oh my god! Ah! Oh, you were sitting down. Yeah. Were you peeing or pooing? I don't sit down to pee. You don't ever. No. Well, if I'm, if I'm already going, might as well. Oh, dude! In the morning, if I got like emails, Twitter, Bleacher Report, I'll sit down to pee. It's like reading the newspaper. Are you anti sitting down to urinate? Just if it's if it's convenient, I don't want to dangle my phone over the old bowl and then drop it in there. You can easily aim in the morning, or you can turn around and pee in the shower. I mean, we've t- well, first off, we've talked about you use your phone in the shower, which is satanic. Real quick, I went. I saw you know I saw glass review maybe other, coming soon. Review maybe coming soon. <laughs> YouTube review. I maybe counted how many times I got on my phone in glass over under four. Oh, dude. First off, you never, first off, rookie mistake. You never set the over under on a flat number. Because what if it was exactly four? Over under five. You can't, once again, it's a flat number, you dummy. It's going to be like four and a half or three and a half. You see what I'm saying? That way, three. Over you know. under six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's okay. the over under? Five and a half. Well, now I know it's under. Because you went up. Okay, it's four. three, Justin. You just made the game no fun, okay? It's three times. If you'd have said four and a half, then I, probably, I still would have said under. You probably should have said three and a half. Then I'd have been like, oh, it might be an over. But no, I would have guessed like two or three, which is still two or three too many. I agree. How many times have you hit the jewel today? None. You're finally done now. Yeah. Actually, that's Are you lying to me or the listeners? That is false. That is false. I hit my little brother's jewel one time. Speaking, first off, how old is he, 11? 6, 17. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. Here's the thing. Speaking of listeners, I'm calling them all out. We're missing like 10 of them. I know it's not a lot, but Drake can attest that I pay close attention to our retention rates. That's true. And I get very stressed. We've talked about this. sign in, by the way. Whenever you get a chance, my friend. I will. Which I've done it for you before, so I don't know what happened. It should have saved on your phone. It didn't, because I had my information. Okay, here. but grow up, okay? Okay. But I'm calling you out. Share this goddamn episode. Share it. Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Sharing is MySpace, caring. Bebo. Bebo. <laughs> a great rapper once said, What did he say? Sharing is caring. So let me introduce you to Sharon and Karen. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Dirt Nasty. Simon Rex said that. So Great Simon song Rex. called Threesome. Okay. Yeah. It's a banger. It's on the Palatial album. It's a lot of sexual references on that album. As you would expect, there's a like a Cadillac with an emblem. Like Cadillacs have emblems on the front of their cars on the hood. But it's of a, it's of a penis. So if that <laughs> sort of breaks down the type of... And we will get into rap albums later on into the show. 
Drake came with an idea. Yeah, we will. And he's a big ranking guy. I'm going to be heated by so, Justin Day over here. I'm going to be I'm going to be heated probably by your list. Because you are. You, that's what I'm saying. You only listen to music that came out in the last five years, which is all garbage. I do have an 80s album on there. So. Oh, an 80s album. Okay, anyways. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Follow the follow us, Culture Cult Pod, on Twitter. We put out some pictures of our makeshift studio YouTube setup, which will also be changing in the next three months as we move the show to another location. But for right now, we're excited about what we have, and we're ready to go. And last night was the Super Bowl. We sort of touched on it. The ads. I said I would be surprised if Endgame had one in a previous and episode. Did. Because I thought... What else can you show us? And it really wasn't much. No. What was... And we, we... I think you saw it live, but I might have been peeing or something. I might have missed it live. And then you showed me on your phone. I was... No, I was still in the car on the way back from Nashville when the Super Bowl actually started, which I wasn't super pumped about. Not really pumped about that. Um, I, I really... We were there, but like it wasn't like we were all huddled in front of the TV. Like people, They can hear that. I'm trying to pop my knee. It's Why? Fit, it's, it needs to be popped. That was... Annoying. Okay, my fault. It it's done now. It's done. All right. Confusing. I was still in the and car. And I'm offended by it. Still in the car on the way back. And it kind of stinks show. now. Cause I popped my knee. Yeah, dude. Your joints. Your joints stink. Eat my ass. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't in a get sexual this. way or in like a non-sexual. I saw way it on because... Twitter and I did not show it to anybody in the car because nobody cares about the Avengers in the car. I this is in. why we invented this show. Except for Hunter, but he was driving. I didn't want to distract him. Didn't want him to maybe hit a deer. Also, Hunter almost got into a wreck on the way there. And mind you, there were three people in the back so you seat almost died again. who had already been in a wreck. He was going 80 and had to come to a complete stop. That means none of you should ever go on a road trip together, ever, if 90% of you guys have been in wrecks. Well, everybody... Take, no, there take, was take a Uber. three out of the five. Take a Uber. Three out of the five. Take a Uber. I'm not taking an Uber to Nashville, okay, buddy? <laughs> I'm just saying, do something. Figure it out. Get a designated driver that has a decent driving record. Hunter's never been and pulled over, keep, but he's an awful driver. And can keep four wheels on the ground at all times. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, it's me. You're out. You're yeah, out. I'm, I'm done. Break down Avengers. Jesus uh, we Christ. didn't see... Sorry. I just had to... We've been bouncing around there. I love it. Everyone's like, oh, hey, what are you yeah. talking about? Uh, it's the show. You didn't get to see too get much used to it. with Avengers... Uh, I do love the shot at the Avengers uh, base that they're when they're all walking by. They look like kind of, it reminds me of the first Guardians when they had that poster when they were all walking. Right, and I love that. Uh, love to see Rocket with all the all the Avengers that he's not he's never really hung out with. I like to see him. He there was like a scene where he cool. opens up like a door. Yeah, and he's wearing his like comics accurate outfit. Mm-hmm. I like that. So that was cool. Maybe I don't know who he's getting, but you see Nebula and Iron Man working on something together. That's Which was assumed to be That's what was going on when he was sending that message to Pepper Potts in the first trailer. They you, think thought, Pe- you think Pepper's still alive? Yeah. She didn't get erased from the... I don't know. I don't know. What's more important to me, what's more pressing is, you know, what comes before the the shot? Is it the shot that he sends the message to Pepper or is it them working? It looks like he's working on Nebula specifically Did it? to me. So, the context of when those happen, he doesn't die on that ship. That would be a not a heroic send off. So, yeah. what what comes first? You know, is he are they trying very hard and then something happens and then it leads Tony to being like, well, obviously this is not going to work. Or immediately when he when he turns his the, the the helmet off, does he have like a breakthrough in his head? I just like to see Tony back working, back doing something, build, building something. <laughs> Because it's been a while, like he's you know he 
basically invented an assembly line which made his suits for him like mm-hmm. <laughs> in a thousand yeah. suits so it's nice to see him kind of go back to the first Iron Man the first movie in the MCU where he is in a tough spot and the only way he can get out of it is to use his brain yeah and so I'm very excited to see how that goes another thing you brought up last night was the Steve Rogers he's in what looks to be a grief meeting of some sort people have called it an AA meeting it's definitely not an AA meeting but he's making these weird faces I had the idea that maybe he was if you remember we, we talked about it last night the the, the um, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. that's how he meets why do I always forget his name Falcon he meets Falcon running around. what's his real name Sam Wilson is his other name like his, like his, his oh like, his actor uh, no no no, 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 no. so Sam Wilson yeah. right he is he's snapped away or no yes because he looks at Cat no I don't remember. Because Bucky goes. Sure, yeah. I think he looks at Cap. And it, or no, he's just walking. Yeah, he is snapped away. He's he, for sure. He was walking in the woods. And okay. he snapped away right before. That's what I was wondering because I thought, well, maybe he was... Because he meets him. He's running like a, like a, a counseling thing mm-hmm. with the VA. He was visiting him. So, yeah. So, it can't be that. Yeah. Steve Rogers walks in. He goes, sits down. Hello, I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Yeah. That's one so, of those things. I thought maybe it was something along those lines. But if not, he's definitely at some sort of grief meeting. But he's also, he looks to also be the most, he's back to being a leader, essentially. He's the most focused of the group. That, to me, what this trailer said is that Steve Rogers 100% dies, but he's also, he's the end-all and be-all. Mm-hmm. We thought maybe it's Iron Man, maybe it's this person. It is, it's Captain America. I mean, think about it. It's mostly his voice. He His shield, you see him grabbing his shield. Very quickly, boom, that's over. After he's in that grief meeting. And he's the one who says, everyone gave up. Basically, basically, it's like everyone gave up, but not us. And then, then, and then you see everyone else. And it's like, okay, well, either this is a massive bait and switch, which Marvel's known for doing, or Captain America's fucking back. Captain America's back. I don't know. I feel, you said it's, it's Cap, he's the leader. I feel like it's definitely Cap and Tony. Like, them two, almost 50-50. Do you think it's like a a payoff from the Civil War storyline that's still yet to be yeah completely sewn back together? They still that haven't rift. They from, haven't talked since then. Yeah, from two thousand, I guess. Well, they've been seen the on screen together, be, really, in the same scene. I don't even know when. You know, two thousand sixteen. They went when, as far as to have them in literally a whole different. When Civil War came out, they had they literally had him in a whole different, basically, planetary environment. <laughs> Than Captain America in Infinity War. Yeah, I think that whole thing on Titan was to make sure that those guys weren't on the same planet. It's so I like what you're saying. I also think this is going to be a massive, I mean, star turn for the character of Black Widow. There's going to be something in this movie where Black Widow. I liked her shooting that target. Yeah, Yeah. I I love to see any view from that angle of Scarlett Johansson is a winner from me, and that's me being a gross heterosexual male she's a gorgeous woman speaking of and if Don John taught me anything is that I would love never mind let's move on what were you about to say I was gonna I was gonna bring up the dry humping scene outside of her apartment you remember that scene in Don John yeah but I was not gonna bring up he's like ruining his pants I'm like I almost ruined my pants watching that scene alright speaking of ruining your pants Liam Neeson uh, Uh, is in some water uh, which he could ruin his pants in he's in some some black water. Heat. Well, <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so he gave an interview, right? Yeah, Liam Neeson gave an interview to Who was what? It to 
what uh, the independent the independent where he's like he's like promoting a movie uh, not doing a good job <laughs> he brings up like something where somebody he loved was raped and take it over drake because i might throw up don't know how to word this one but uh <laughs> this is not drake this is liam neeson let's try this this is just i would say don't read it word for word because then someone could clip you like just summarize it before someone calls you a racist he basically says that he was walking the sh- he had learned that one of his friends had been raped and he was walking the streets but what was the one thing that c- she knew the one thing that she knew that it was a black person. That was it. She said. It was a black guy. That was it. So Liam Neeson was walking the streets with a uh, a small like a blunt object, like, like a something. bludgeoning object. Yeah. He was walking through the streets and looking for, and I quote, "the black bastard." So he would come out of the. Well, no, he says any black bastard. He's he like hoping any, for some, hoping for some black bastard. So it's not even he was looking for the guy. He's like, I went up and down the streets. I'm ashamed to say. And I did it maybe for a week, hoping some black bastard would cut him out of a pub and have a go at me, you know, so I could kill him. Yeah, these are words from Liam Neeson. (laughs) These are not from anyone, and these views are not... This is not Brian Mills from Taken. This is Liam Neeson, the actor. Who thinks he is some sort of vigilante. You're not. Do Do you think this is... Do you think it's racist in nature, I guess? Yes. To be honest with you, yes, I do. It sounds so bad. I, because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he never said he was gonna ask the black person if do you know the black person, he was like, any black person's getting this fucking beaten. <laughs> That's messed up, bro. Isn't that what he said basically? <laughs> if I were Liam Neeson and my friend had gotten raped, I would be very pissed off, very upset. And would I try to go look for the guy? Yeah. Maybe. But would I would I just say what he said? No. I would just be mad at the guy for doing it. You know how I know it's racist? How? Because at the end, he goes, this is also a quote. Okay. It was horrible. Horrible. When I think back that I did that, and I've never admitted that, and I'm saying it to a journalist, God forbid. Uh, See a career for the next couple years, Liam Neeson. And his co-host, you know Tom Bateman? No. Me neither. But he said what I said. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) So... I think this is a classic case, one of racism, but also of when you are typecast, like Liam Neeson. <laughs> like I think Sylvester Stallone deep down thinks, in his prime, if he would have dedicated himself after his Rocky training, could have been a boxer. He got his ass kicked, one hundred percent. Yeah, but he thinks he could have been a boxer, right? Or you see people who think, you know, I'm typecast as a tough guy, so I'm a tough guy. Exhibit A, Liam Neeson, who. You, you're faker than the WWE. You don't hit people. You don't more, get hit. More fake. It's like if Tom Cruise was like, yeah, you know, let well, me jump well, out of a plane. Well, I, I think he would though. Like, but he's <laughs> but he, he's also a Scientologist. So what the fuck does he know? So everything. He's fine, dude. He knows oh, everything. He, he went clear, bro. All right, go ahead. Did you go clear? Clear for what? I don't know. But did you go clear? No. Have you ever seen that documentary? No. On my documentary heads, if you saw fire. Watch Going Clear. I know, I need to watch it. It was an HBO Fire. one, and it was about Scientology. And first couple episodes, I'm like, might, might join up. You know, where do I, you know, where do I, you know, I'm not really a religious guy, but you put know, my application in. You know, where do I, blood tests, urine sample, what do I need, what do I got to do here? Piece of my hair and, uh, you know, a pube hair and a handshake. I don't know. What, I don't, what do you want me to do here? What do you want me to do here? In that order. In that, yeah. I don't know. What do you want me to do? And then by like the 
like like it was an episode. I think it was like you know like an hour in. I was like, oh, I'm out. See, I'm out. I'm 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 out. You're. It's like all religions are crazy to me, but like top of the list is like Scientology and Mormons. They can both. I dated a Mormon and I watched a Scientology documentary. Both of them, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> one documentary in one relationship and, and you say nothing dude there was a time with this Mormon chick right I remember so vividly they had like a box of DVDs and she's like you should come over and watch a movie with me I'm like bet love okay. movies dope but Down. she pulls out this like cardboard box like DVDs and I'm like this is crazy they had just moved to where we're at now mm-hmm. I'm going through them and I'm like these are all like I knew you were Mormon but like these are all like G or PG like alright you know I kind of wanted to you know watch The Dark Knight or Something I don't know. I don't know. So I came across a great Dennis Quaid movie, The Rookie. Love it. We've all seen it, right? I'm yeah. thinking, let's watch it. Family friendly. Get in there. We're like 30 in, 30 minutes in, and I get this overwhelming feeling that like we're just not alone in this basement. Like we're just we're just not alone. And I'd met her parents. I wouldn't say they were the most you know, normal people. They were definitely socially awkward. Social leeches. Like, even her sister was a super weirdo. Like, she was, like, the only one who got out of it. And super pretty chick. So, I was like, if you're pretty, I'll deal with shit. Like, I'll deal with some shit. Like, I'll deal. You could be a crappy driver. Your breath might stink periodically. You might be. I might deal with a little bit of tad racism. If you're that hot enough, you know. I try to change you, you know. But if you're a tad, you know, bringing it back to Liam Neeson. But I'm like, we're just not alone down here. Right, and it was like right when he's like, I remember it's like right, it's after he's thrown in front of that like speed limit thing, which I don't think is how those things work, but nonetheless, and I'm like, so I just kind of tilted, and she was like laying like on my shoulder, right? She mm-hmm. wasn't asleep, but she was kind of dozing off, and I kind of looked, and her dad is just like a good 20, 15 feet maybe yeah. away from us, just staring at the back of our heads and the TV screen. And I was like, man, I really, you know, I don't want to use the restroom here. I, I got to poop. I got to go. I got to go. I went home and I was like, you know, we'll wait a little bit. And it happened again. We were watching like Flubber or something. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to jump my ass out of this relationship. I broke up with her in the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Like the next day I was like, we have got to figure something out. It was like the day before homecoming. I was like, I'm trying to get my pickle tickled. You know, I can't. <laughs> I can't have your dad watching us after homecoming, you know, on the couch when I'm trying to get my pickle tickled. So I need you to find another date, essentially. So that's my Mormon story. That's Justin Day's Mormon story. Mormon nightmares. Well, never date one unless it's Taysom Hill. He's a he's a gem. But so you're saying you co-sign everything Liam Neeson said. When did I say that? I think that's what everyone got out of our conversation. Yeah. No. Uh, I think it's. Definitely messed up. Uh, Liam Neeson has. Why so, would you say this? Y- yeah, you <laughs> you have just you have invited this. This is something that this was not pried out of you. You invited you this. Just, you just gave it to a random reporter. He, he, you even say, "Why am I saying this to a journalist?" God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> and the Independent, like I, we get it, it's not an American publication. Massive overseas in the UK. Massive, one of the biggest ones. So. Good for Liam Neeson. He's always on the right, he's on the right track. Yeah, um, Liam Neeson. Look for him in Cold Pursuit coming out this Friday. <laughs> it, it really. Yeah, it's about Liam Neeson chasing down unarmed black men and killing them. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming by his, by his, by his, um, his comments. But speaking of creating buzz, nice. The Doom. You brought up a movie um, that 
I never heard of. But, really? But your selling pitch also didn't sell it for me. So Ooh. tell tell so tell the audience sort of the name of the why why the creating a buzz thing was so good. What I just did there because I'm really good at this job. The movie's called Velvet Buzzsaw, Justin, and and sort of give. Um, your sales pitch, but also sort of what you know of the movie in terms of its synopsis up to this point. I it was kind of excited. It's on Netflix now. I was kind of excited to see it because it's uh, the director from Nightcrawler. Boo. With Jake Gyllenhaal as Boo. well. Well, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, but... I thought Jake Gyllenhaal should have been nominated for an Oscar for that role. He did an incredible job, but they're teaming and up... And I wouldn't disagree with that. I won't get into that later. And they're teaming up with... Uh, Renee Russo again. They're all three from Nightcrawler. Come back for this. Who is this girl? Do you know this girl? Natalia Dyer. Well, that's I think that's Natalie. No, well, that's de- that's definitely not how you spell Natalie. I mean, people do kind of crazy with names. Anyway, she's Natalia. From, she's from. Thank you, Natalia Dyer. She is from Stranger Things. I am dying to know more about her. Well, she's from Stranger Things. Okay. You also got uh, John Malkovich there. But this is about. Uh, it's kind of a horror movie of sorts uh artwork comes to life and maybe kills some death people? going on there looks like there's death in an art gallery i mean maybe this <laughs> I, maybe this is sort of what i thought nightcrawler would be in this sense right the nightcrawler trailer man i saw that and i was like wow riz ahmed and gotta see it i didn't even know who riz ahmed was until that movie right me either Saw the trailer and I'm like, this is incredible. I remember the scene very vividly where he's screaming into his like bathroom mirror, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was like, this is so overwhelming or underwhelming, so underwhelming in the sense that it wasn't cr- as creepy as it thought it was. It wasn't as thrilling as it thought it was. I got a lot more enjoyment out of watching a documentary that came out like three years later, maybe two years later. That was about. People who do that. the exact job on Netflix that he was impersonating in the movie. Now his performance, I thought, was great. Like the opening scene at that house where it all kind of kicks off. Or it's yeah. like maybe that's the opening scene. Where it's like the first like twenty minutes. It all sort of kicks off from that exact scene. Yeah, dope. And I'm like, really like that. we are on a roll here. Like we are gonna go. And it was like, okay, why well, just slow down so much? I just I don't understand. Jake Gyllenhaal's not as creepy as. I don't care what kind of music you put behind them. It's ain't as creepy right now as you think it is. And so I think that's more of a directing thing instead of a Jake Gyllenhaal thing. So I would have been fine if he would have got a nod. I don't think he should have won it, but I you know get a nomination for it. So maybe this is them at their best. I don't know. I just didn't think Nightcrawler was as good as everyone said it was. I would still give it a passing grade, maybe like a 7.8 or something like that. But it wasn't like to get into like the 8s, the 9s. It just didn't do it for me. Now the first twenty minutes, I'm like, "This is a nine, 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 nine. Yeah, but and the we're looking at Rotten Tomatoes here, sixty five with the critics, sixty five percent, but forty two with the audience. So the which audience, is, it's which been I out think for is similar. Three days. Am now. I crazy? Was Nightcrawler similar? Like, no, like, I think Nightcrawler was. No, Nightcrawler was definitely of, in like the nineties with the with the um. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say with eight, the with with, with the I'm critics say 88 and 74 is what I'm gonna say. I thought it was oh wow 95, 95 and 85. I said what seven eight so I'm kind I'm close with the audience you know seven eight eight five so <laughs> I 95 guess you can take that. though dude it's a good movie. Did you like it as much as that? Did you would you give it? Was it in the nines was, for you? It, I think it was bordering like my top ten for whatever year that was. Right. So, but that really means that you're like that's why you're excited for for Velvet Buds. Yeah, Nightcrawler did it for you. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Same director. So, 
Boom. I'm low-key right. a Gyllenhaal guy. He, he might be one of my favorites. Well, um, I don't know if I'll watch it. Watch it. Let you review, know. review it for the watch damn YouTube t- channel. Okay. So Okay. That's coming at a later date, which is in the future, which is not now. Mm-hmm. Like, now is the present. It's also not before now. That's the past. I'm oh, talking okay, about okay. later now. Hey, like, hey, I haven't used one yet. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Big deal. You were like, let's talk about albums. Like, let's let's he, talk about music. He guys. comes in. He's like, we need to talk about our favorite albums of all time. And I'm like, all right, Drake, look. <laughs> I, did, I did say this. And I'm like, look, man, I love you. And I also love when Drake comes with ideas because I don't I don't want him. And we've talked about this. To just be like, you know, like he, he comes he comes over and I'm like, okay, this is what we're talking about. I don't I like that. Mm-hmm. It should be a conversation. So I go. We have to make it cohesive. We have to. We can't talk about our favorite albums of all time. First off, we're a we're a predominantly. It's a culture cult. We talk about pop culture, but we mostly sort movies. of movies that have pictures that move, motion pictures, yeah. which you know can happen in the past or the present or the future. That's like it's all a continuous timeline. So, but or you know sometimes a movie can go back and forth. You know in terms of like start in the past or the future or start in the future go in the past. So, I mean, stop. <laughs> Anyways, in the present, 21 Savage is an artist that you like. I can't stand him. 21, 21. But. I sound so white. We're going to use this as a way to get to our favorite rap albums of all time. So we. he we, Love it. We, we, we found a story that would coincide with close to what you wanted to do. But 21 Savage got deported yesterday. Hello, mate. I'm 21 Savage. Yeah. Hello, mate. Um, we. At, I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna go over there and make a rap song. And I think the. I think his music's garbage. Um, his last album's really good. I gotta say that. I guess. I think everything he does is shit. Yeah, mama. But the story that I take away from this, and you can focus on the 21 Savage part. Yeah. Is did you see what Demi Lovato posted? Yes. It was so funny. <laughs> the picture with the oh, quill pen. It was a quill pen. Which have you ever wrote with a quill pen? At quill all. Pen. A quill pen. No. Yes. 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 You no. Know, they wrote the. They, they wrote the old. You know. I, I, I call it the DOI. Declaration of Independence with the quill pen, you know, DOI, <laughs> you know, the old hashtag DOI, yeah. very important. Okay. Declaration of Independence. Also, it's called the um, uh, the the FBP, the Fuck British Papers, or the, the Fuck Britain Papers. You know, that's sort of what I also call it. She's two. Right speaking there. of speaking of Twenty One Savage, he's British. So, or he's rumored to be British. I don't know. So we'll Demi Lovato. Enough. Yeah, Demi Lovato. Post a picture of like a cool pin and says, This is how 21 Savage writes his verses. I thought it was hilarious. First off, I don't follow Demi Lovato on Twitter. I follow her on Instagram because she's pretty. I don't care about her thoughts. I also don't love her music too much. She's just pretty. So that's how I follow her on Instagram. But people like hate it on her. I didn't see that tweet. I saw she said, uh, Everybody's watching the Super Bowl, but I'm just stuck. On all these Twenty One Savage memes, that's what I saw her. Yeah, post. and she posted after that. She posted a picture of a quill pen and said, "This is how Twenty One Savage writes his verses." It was like a like a hand writing like a quill pen. That is funny. And like, but everyone was like saying how like she's like, you know, lay off the lay off the drugs, you coke. Yeah, and they, I'm like, they whoa, attacked her whoa, hard after relax. She, like my goodness. And it led to her, all these replies that she was getting, Yeah, led to her, I think, taking down her Twitter? Is that? I don't think she deactivated the Twitter. I think she... Well, I searched for her because I wanted to see oh, these maybe. tweets, and oh. I didn't see it. I know she deleted the tweet first, so... Instagram's still live, because I was there earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> just to remind myself of how pretty she is. So, yeah. but, 
I just thought that that was blown out of proportion in terms of what she said. Everyone was making the jokes. There's no reason to call this poor lady a... She's dealt enough. Like You don't have to bring... When someone says something that you disagree with, Twitter's just become a hate sphere. Twitter can be a good, a really good platform, but... It's it's a really good networking platform, and we were learning that with the show and everything, but... But there's a lot of people out there who... Will just not think before they speak, or don't care. No, they're just rude. Yeah, just 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 dicks. There's a, a bunch of pieces of shits out there. Yeah, we're looking at you, at Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people have, have like burner accounts and stuff too. So yeah. like Kevin Durant. Yeah, but yeah, I think this is really just a way to lead they, us to our next story. Not, right? They should we, they should not hurt old Demi Lovato. She's yeah. done nothing. Well, I wouldn't say nothing wrong, but <laughs> yeah. she's so, trying to get past it. Which leads us to the next topic, That's which which is okay. They heard that. Um, which is our favorite rap albums of all time. I've wrote down my top five, but I haven't broken down the numbers. So Dude, let me take a peek in my notes real quick. Do we have to do? Can we just in no order? In no the, order. Just just yeah, for sure. Do this. Say like all all five, and then we'll just attack when we agree with when we disagree. All with. five. I thought we were doing three. Oh, shoot. I got to narrow it down. To, okay. <laughs> I'll take away. I will take away um, two. So you go ahead. My first one. Yeah, it's so tough. Yeah, I know. It, it really is tough. Well, I thought we were doing five, so this is very tough for me. Well, now you should love it even more. My first, in no order, uh, straight out of Compton, original 1988 NWA. Okay. Well, that entire album. It's because there's a movie about it. I will, I'm not even going to lie to you. I Just right, right, right off your three real quick. Okay, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I did not get an NWA until that I movie. I know, that's why I pick on you. But I did it. fall in love yeah. with their music afterwards. Um, I Decided by Big Sean. It came okay. out in 2015, 2016. I don't even know the years these came out. So Okay, well, I do because I love release dates. I don't. And it's really tough for me between these two, and one of them is not even Kanye's best album. In well, years. just give one, just give one an honorable mention then. Okay. Twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive from J Cole, an honorable mention. It's okay. He only listens to the music. Life of Pablo and Bobby Tarantino Ugh. too. Yeah. So you said you had five. So you made me delete them. <laughs> five. <laughs> you said give, just give an honorable mention. So I gave my two honorable. Right. Mentions. My two honorable mentions would be Stankonia by Outkast and Illmatic by Nas. As you can see, we're massively different. Maybe we'll have crossover, maybe not. The three would be, in no particular order, Marshall Mathers LP. Eminem grew up listening to that. Respect. Also grew up listening to Get Richard, I Tryin' by 50 Cent. Respect. And then I'll say College Dropout by Kanye West. So, which is weird to even love Kanye West so much because he's an idiot nowadays. So let me text something I don't like on yours. Hit me. Um... The J. Cole one. I just think he's massively overrated. Oh, my. We're going to have I'm not, this, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even hating on him. I understand that he's... I just think to say, like, man, he's the best lyricist or one of the best lyricists going right now. I'm like, how hard can... We literally have... We have 21 Savage who sells albums. How hard can it be to stand out in a lyrical minefield that, it, that involves 21 Savage or just... Ne- Six nine. Okay. I'll, I'll you name all these garbage artists. Like, well, it's not so hard to stand out when... You know, you're like, you know, you're actually clean water and a pile of shit. Top three consensus with everybody right now is probably like J. Cole. Uh, why am I thinking about the... I, I'm you Mind know, your P's and Q's right now. Eminem. Mind your P's and Q's right now. 
and somebody else. Well, well, one guy you mentioned is probably the best one right now. He was on your list. It's Big Sean. He's the best going right now. That might be your... I'm saying the consensus for, for the top three. I don't care what the, 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 the masses say. Lyric, lyric-wise. Big Sean. I mean, Eminem gives him shouts out all the time. If Eminem shouts you out, you're a lyrical mastermind. Okay? Here, he, okay. here are lyricists that are going right now that are good. Okay? Joyner Lucas. Hobson. Never heard of him. Never heard of Hobson. I'll just give you one word for each guy you say. Okay. Joyner Lucas. Good. Hobson. Nope. <laughs> Never heard you of gotta, him. You got to listen. Big Sean. Yeah. You like him? Yeah. There's a guy on YouTube I like called Dax. He's about to pop off. Okay. I'm listening to some Dax. Okay. Eminem. Because he put out an album this year. Go. And it's the best rap album of the year so far. Not even close. It was 2019, so. Well, okay. It's the best album in the last 12 months. Okay, there you go. Easy. No debate, no question. It's the best. I think Bobby Tarantino 2 came out in the last 12 months. So, so. you would say that's better than Kamikaze? No. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> then there you go. Kamikaze is. Come at my list. Come at your list? You can't. I, I mean, you have Outkast, one of the best rap duos. Honorable mention. Stink on you. Like they, they, that was, also, All Eyes on Me by Tupac was an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I understand. I respect Illmatic, but I don't never listen to it as much. I understand that's an album you have to sit down, listen to, pull up Rap Genius, look at the lyrics to understand the complexities. Back in the day, I don't even know. You know, they were just they were used to music that said shit like that. And unfortunately, with your generation of music, we're not. Don't come at me with your generation of music. First of all, we're four years. You th- like Twenty One Savage. Years. I like Twenty One Savage's last album. You like Twenty One Savage. He has features on there with Post and Gambino, which oh, because Post Malone's a rapper. Let's not get started on this because you, you think Drake's a rapper, and I like Drake. He's but he ain't a, a rapper. rapper. And no, he's an R&B. Him and Post Malone are pop artists who like to dabble their feet in the pond of rap. If you're you're sitting here telling me Drake is not a rap artist. One hundred percent, he's not a rap artist. He is a pop singer who dips his toes into the rap genre, and mostly it's on features. Take care. That was mostly on features. Take care is mostly a pop album. Are you nuts? Hyfr headlines. He, he has songs that are. Headlines is also a pop song that dabbles in rap. The chorus the beat is a is, pop song. The beat is all sweet hip hop. There's a vibes. lot of country songs that sound like rap songs these days. Pop country, aka rap, mu- rap music for people who are afraid of black people. Is that what you think Florida Georgia Line is? Oh, yeah. Florida Georgia Line. Um, you know, you name any popular country star. Luke Bryan. You name any popular Col- country Colton star. Yeah, garbage. That's going to piss Josh off. Well, we talked about it last night. You weren't there. You left early. Garbage. I think, I think most new country and most new rap is not even what you would call country and or rap 10 years ago. They'd have been, they'd have been like, get this out of my face. What, what are you? You can't be all things at once. Pick a genre. I kind of like the diversity. I guess that's why that's part of the reason why I like Ed Sheeran because he can dabble. Oh, fuck off. No, stop. He can dabble in uh, romantics. His most popular songs are all romantic. He can go pop, or he can, he has like four or five tracks where he just raps the entire song. Sweet, that's what I want to hear. Ed Sheeran rap. I hardly want to hear him sing. So why would I want to hear him rap? His songs are garbage. How about you just give him a chance? I have. When you hear him on the. I have the mic. He as is a he, he is in a genre of which I call. Wrist cutting music. 
it's either so bad that I want to do it or it's so void of emotion actually that it makes you want to do it it's like oh okay it's oh. void you're gonna say it's fake like, emotion he doesn't write his own songs he's a singer songwriter he came up from should don't care alright should don't care okay there's only one genre where you should at least consistently and this is why I just I disqualify the guy we were just talking there, there's one genre Oops. no there's one genre where there's only one genre where the artist predominantly writes their own songs that's rap music unless you're Drake I was just about to ask you, do you think think Drake has ghostwriters? But I'm not a rapper. So, you wanted to do that. Did you enjoy it? Uh, No, because you attacked everything I said. (laughs) Well, I think people How do you feel about the the Straight Outta Compton album? Yeah, it's great. It goes without saying. Okay, great. I knew it before. I went with a buddy, and we watched the movie with my fiance as well, and I was telling him, like, he'd never heard the story, and I'm like... Get ready. He's like, I'm like, this is what's going to happen next. This is gonna happen because I'm I'm an old music head. So I'm an old rap head. I mm-hmm. listen to old music. You know, I listen to old country music, or I listen to new. Like, I, there's some new artists I like. Like Chris Stapleton is really good. Yeah. I've always loved Sergio Simpson stuff. But even now, Scotty McCreary is kind of new, whatever. But for predominantly, the country music is garbage, and the rap music is garbage. I respectfully disagree, but it's okay. That's that's why we're here. But I also we're here, hate, we're here to differ on opinions. Know, I also think that the movies nowadays are a lot better though than they were back in the day. Sometimes I think like they're like, well, the stories were more complex, but it's like, yeah, but these are cooler. Uh, you yeah. ever seen the Captain America back in the day? Yeah, it's garbage. Actually, no, but I, I've seen clips. Uh, straight out of Compton. How would you give that out of five? What when did it came you? Out? What do you stuck on this album for? Out of five, I'm talking about the movie. I'm talking oh, about did you, how how much did you like? I thought it, we're doing or, ten. Zero to ten. Okay, we can do ten. Um. Honestly, I, I, I thought it. I would have watched it a lot more. Like now that you know, in retrospect, it might have been higher because I thought I'd have rewatched it a lot more. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of telling the story, like eight four, maybe eight two. I'd say once we give a score, so eight four. I'd give it ninety. I, I sat down and watched it last year in my. You're apartment. big into flat numbers, I think. Yeah, I sat down and watched it in my apartment last year just because I wanted to watch it again. I was initially just going to watch like the first twenty minutes, and then I ended up watching the whole thing. It's one of those movies where you get sucked in. I, I've definitely seen it again, but probably not as much as I would have anticipated. So. Yeah. But that about do it for the episode nine. You're really good with the numbers. This is episode Steve McNair of this you, episode you, nine. Yeah, I get you. Or the Drew Brees. Yeah, I don't care. It's episode nine. Drew Brees is the goat. But it's episode nine. We'll come up with a with a name afterwards. But big moves still coming. The guest is secure. We'll probably be on Monday's podcast. Also, the interview just itself will be on the YouTube channel. We will, you know, the the audio portion will be. If we can figure out how to do it, we'll yeah. be, we're shooting to have the video portion up on the YouTube website, so go ahead and we'll tweet the link out tonight to the YouTube channel and in the morning. Go subscribe to that. That's where our Sean Chandler interview will be, and hopefully we can find a way to get that audio. I'm going to try to record it separately and get it into the podcast also the following Monday. So, big things coming. Yep, we're actually yep. diving into the video side of things, so... Keep up to date with the Culture Cult Podcast. Once again, shouts out to Deanna. And uh, I think our moms are going to be the first two supporters. My mom was asking about supporting today, and I told her, uh, we can do it some other time. So oh, wait, That's what you told her? Well, you were you, you were walking in. And I'm like, well, we got to do it. You know? Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. Uh, retweet us on Twitter. Uh, give us we change the rules of the giveaway. Yes. Okay. We have better rules. Tell them. Here's our new rule. 
100 Ju- followers. Justin's going to let you tell him. Yeah, it's 100 followers. Once you reach 100 followers, we'll randomly pick someone. So keep tagging your friends in it. Get them to follow us. The quickest, the quicker we get there, the quicker someone gets to the movie. Yeah. So 100 followers. We're just going to pick a random. 100. There's a way. There's websites to do that. Okay. So. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen websites. So. Random number generator. Yeah. So. Super excited about that. This has been episode nine. What are we gonna do for double digits? Uh, something. We can have a bottle of whiskey. No. Something else. Okay. This has been episode nine of the Culture Cult Podcast. Soon to be. On YouTube, I'm super excited about it. A lot of time and money gone. Put yeah, a lot into of money for you, so This is uh, talk about dabbing toes and this stuff. I'm going head first. We are going head first into this thing. We will catch you on episode 10. We will not be drinking a bottle of this. Maybe.